how are you and welcome along to Talk TV's Tackle This. My name is Shabana Hearn and with me today to go through this debate, Alfie Reynolds from TalkSport and Martin Lipton from The Sun. An interesting weekend in the FA Cup and a very interesting weekend at Old Trafford. And we're here to debate, will players learn from Chris Kavanagh's refereeing decisions at the weekend? Of course, it comes from the three sending off uh, from the Fulham players and the manager um, in the space of one minute against Manchester United. Before we get into the debate, it was box office, wasn't it? <laughs> it was brilliant, wasn't oh, it? Was it? I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was messaged my Fulham supporting friend immediately and thought, what on earth has just happened? You're away at Old Trafford, FA Cup tie, trip to Wembley in the semi-final on the line, and they just imploded from a neutral's point of view. It was brilliant. It but... was. Martin? It was, it was bizarre. It was remarkable. Um, and I'm sure it was very, very entertaining for everyone except the Fulham fans who were, who were watching. But also, I think what we saw out of it is the line that has to be drawn over player indiscipline. Because I am sick to the back teeth of referees being hounded, of managers and players thinking that they have the right to go feral on the pitch and on the sidelines. And for once, a referee has shown the right attitude, brook no argument, made his decision and the consequences are going to be significant for both Alexander Mitrovic and his club, and that's about time. Is that a lack of experience ever so slightly, Alfie? Being so close to a semi-final in the FA Cup for Fulham, um, where they're at this season, did the red mist just come down, and should Mitrovic be forgiven for that? Oh, did the red mist come down? Yeah, clearly. I don't think it's down to experience. Mitrovic is too experienced a player. He's previously had kind of uh, incredibly competitive streak in him if we want to be kind to it. But forgiven, I don't think the Fulham fans should hold it over him forever. But equally, I think they're well within their rights to say we were close to a historic FA Cup semi-final and you completely lost your head. Marco Silva as well, who kind of, you could argue, got the ball rolling. I mean, William gets sent off, it's a handball, it's a penalty, but Marco Silva doesn't help the situation. He inflames it and, and then Mitrovic reacts further to that as well. It was... It was bonkers. To Martin's point, though, I just think, whilst I agree that it would be great if this changed behaviour, if people learnt from this, this is more than, than just Premier League footballers and their behaviour towards referees. It, it is an issue, I think, across every layer of the game, from the grassroots up towards the behaviour of referees. The players won't change. The play, it is so ingrained into football culture and into those players to behave that way towards referees. I would be amazed if they change their behaviour off the back of what we've seen and how Chris Kavanagh dealt with it. If Mitrovic does get an 8 or 10 game ban, you would like to think that players will really second guess and take a second look at themselves before they get in a ref's face ever again. Well, you would hope so. I mean, I think the problem is that they might not. But there has to be strong punishment. That's the key. Kavanagh will report, has reported already, not just the, the shove, but also what was said to him, in the, and that was actually worse than the, than the Xavi minutes, because he's been sent, shown the red card, and has outrageously shown dissent in the face of the referee, screaming at him, barking at him, virtually, you know, spittle coming out. It's just, you can't have that. It's unacceptable. And too much latitude, too much leeway. We've had, you know, managers running up and down the touchline, you know, sarcastically applauding referees when they give a decision they like and moaning about every decision they don't like. None of them accept that decisions are taken. There are far fewer wrong decisions now than there's ever been before. And yet there's far less acceptance of decisions than there's ever been before. 
And that's just plain wrong. And what you see on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon on Sky and Match of the Day is repeated every Saturday morning and every Sunday morning on Hackney Marshes and every other park pitch in the country. And unless there's a strong line, a strong determination, a strong sanction, it will continue and it will get worse. And we'll end up with no referees for any of these games. In, because you've got 14, 15, 16-year-old kids getting abused from the touchlines by parents and players. And it's sickening. And it has to stop. And if it doesn't stop at the top, it will never stop at the bottom. Partly it can provide entertainment, can't it? And that's not fair at the expense of an official. However, Alfie makes a good point. This is football, this is sport. It can get so emotional. How, how do you take the emotion out of a player? Well, I, don't, I just don't know how you change it at the moment. I think me and Martin are probably aligned in that we'd like to see it change. But my point is it just won't. The, the, the coaches aren't going to coach their players to stop diving. They're not going to coach their players to stop trying to influence and pressurise referees. Managers themselves aren't going to stop that behaviour, as you point out, on the touchline. Because often it can work and it's such, a, it's such a part of the game. I think the players might learn not to raise their hands to a referee if they didn't know that already. But beyond that, I think depressingly... It, things won't change. It's so inconsistent as well because a couple of weeks ago Bruno Fernandes put his hands on an official um, and nothing was done about it. You kind of can't help but look at context in that situation. They were 7-0 down and there was a frustration element, element not an elephant, um, but with Mitrovic showing the frustration at what was a red card to the player to put a hand on a ball, that has to stop. But I don't know how you're going to see that change. Well, I think there is a difference with because in that situation he was grabbed by the assistant now he then swung round and was basically responding to his quotes assailant without actually realizing who it was I think if he'd known it was the the lino he might not have acted in the same way and what you have to say is that both PGMOL the referees organization and the FA agree that it was a reaction to something that shouldn't have happened now he could easily have been sent off for it in truth but I think personally a booking would have been about right on that one. But if he had been sent off, it wouldn't have been changed. It would have, would have still, still been the ban. But I do think you have to have strength from the authorities. And this will be you know, a test of the FA disciplinary process. So we know that it's going to be a, a, an independent commission set up now. And unless you do it, unless you give those punishments, you won't be able to stop this behaviour being repeated. So I think it's incumbent upon everyone, uh, and it's also incumbent upon Fulham, to not try and give a mealy-mouthed defence for Mitrovic, which is what we got last night from Marco Silva, trying to justify, oh, he was frustrated. That's no excuse. You should be saying, that was unacceptable and we will find the player, not we're going to defend him. That's just rubbish. And if you keep having that, you'll never get a change. And there has to be, at some point, a, an area where the... Clubs and the managers take some responsibility rather than just looking to blame anybody but themselves. It's a strong argument you make there, and I like your passion, um, to be fair, because it's not nice to see hands put on anybody. And we all know Mitrovic um, is a character, and that could have been quite an intimidating moment for a referee. You know, it could have been in that atmosphere as well. Uh, Alfie, the debate is, will players learn from Mitrovic's mistakes? Will they learn from the tough decisions of Chris Kavanagh to send off three Fulham people yesterday in that game. But 
Do you see that changing for other players and other games going forward? I don't think players will learn. As I said, I think they might get a reminder that they can't raise their hands towards officials. But beyond that, I don't think their behaviour will change in terms of how they get in referees' faces and all that sort of stuff. It, they've been doing it so long. It's such a part of the game. I think, Martin, you talk about it being the clubs and the FA. and Pitt. Does this need to come from FIFA? Almost, because I'm just kind of thinking, all right, let's say that English football tries to wipe this out. What happens when players then go to play in European competitions or in international tournaments? It has to be wiped out across the globe. And it's not. And because that actually, is a huge task. There was a game at the weekend in South Africa, I'm sure, where a referee had a full-blown moment with a player. I mean, he was about six foot four, this ref. You wouldn't have crossed him, but he went in on that player. And that was a, a moment of him taking authority but it's different kinds of authority. And that referee, Chris Kavanagh, had, his, had somebody put hands on him, a wee bit of force, you would say, and he showed his authority in that moment. He, had, he controlled his control yes, at that moment did. in time. Exactly, and that's what you need. You need the referees to stay calm in those moments because others aren't keep staying calm, we know that. And there will be times when there's a sense of righteous indignation and sometimes actually be rightful indignation at a decision that's gone against you. Not on this occasion, that's what made it worse in many ways. Yeah, I think there's an argument that there needs to be leadership, but look, the laws of the game are there. They are clear. The disciplinary framework, though, is independent on each, each national association, each competition can determine its, its disciplinary framework. So FIFA can say this should be a three-game ban, minimum. Well, that's what it is. But it's up to the FA in this country, or the SFA, or whoever it might be, or UEFA, to impose the, pen, the requisite punishments and I would think the better thing would be for them to actually rush, rack it up what those punishments will be. It should be a minimum of eight games if you put your hands on an official. Because then players, even if they're tempted, will think, I don't want to miss eight games. If you really raise the bar for the punishment, then you've got a chance of changing, unfortunately. It isn't carrot and stick, it's got to be stick and stick in football. OK, so you would like to see the FA make an example of Mitrovic so all other players will take from that. Alfie, your thoughts will be they can impose 8-10 to 10 game ban on Mitrovic, but players aren't going to change. Yeah, I think they also need to impose longer bans or more punishment for the other stuff in the game. How often do we see players raise their hands to officials? It's actually not that often. I know it's been in, in the spotlight a little bit this season with the two incidents we've spoken about, but they have to do more about about all those things we've mentioned as well, the players gathering around referees or that sort of thing, the punishment for those types of things, that needs to be higher as well. And it seems like it's not going anywhere at this moment in time. I feel like I have to side with Alfie in this and say that I don't think players will change off the back of Mitrovic's actions at the weekend. And Chris Kavanagh's decent refereeing and taking authority, I still think football is football and these players will not learn. Alfie, it's 1-0. Sorry, Martin. Can I appeal to the FA? <laughs> <laughs>